Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which share stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, but often a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. And I'm delighted to welcome today Christy Whitman, author of The Desire Factor, which shares how valuable it is to live our most wonderful physical life as we discover how acts of creation or spiritual processing can manifest into the tangible form. Hello, Christy, and thank you for joining us today on Healing From Within. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be with you. That's great. Christy, as listeners of Healing From Within are well aware, my sensitive, intuitive guests and I share an, an awareness of how spiritual and physical unfolding, even beyond the challenges of adapting to all life circumstances uh, can lead us to understand through self-investigation how to manifest a life of happiness, abundance, and success. We can find life as the truly precious gift and miracle it is, and uh, we can study the duality of being our physical and spiritual essences to determine who we really are. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Christy Whitman shows precise steps for bringing about the manifestation of any desire, showing us the true gift is not in acquiring our desires, it is the people we become in the process of our desires moving through us. The skills, strengths, and character traits we develop in the process of self-growth and the energy refinement of our spirit stays with us always as we learn to lean into a healthy, loving, and joyful life. Christy, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, maybe an event that may have shown them or others the life interest or work or lifestyle they might pursue as an adult. Uh, for it seems to me we come with a soul life plan and destiny and it starts to materialize or show itself pretty early on. So what comes to mind for you? Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's such a good question. Wow. Yeah, because you're, cause you're right. It's like spiritual breadcrumbs. We get these little awarenesses. Honestly, I didn't have that very early on doing what I'm doing now. I didn't think I had it. But but people that now found out that I'm a coach and a healer and a channeler, they're like, that makes sense. Which So you I, did have it, but you weren't aware of, aware it. of it. I was the same yeah. way. I was exactly the same way. I was trying to fit into the material world. My parents were very methodical and practical people. But I always had a sense, a sense of something more and a feeling uh, that there was energy moving around me. And I always got these thoughts and I always followed them 
this now I know it to be intuition. But then I thought, what a clever girl I was. I'm so smart. I'm a good student. And I'm following this because it seems right. And I was always successful because I was very aligned uh, to spirit and to guides. I loved God even though we weren't in a religious family. I thought there was more. And I studied philosophy in college and religion and sociology and psychology because I was looking for answers to who we really were and what life was about. So you probably had the gifts and to go on to do this kind of work and write this type of book. But like me, you were just trying to live life the way people told you that life should be. I guess... That's exactly it, and that's where I found myself, you know, graduated college, I moved to Chicago to start off my career, and I very quickly got promoted, I I became a liquor sales rep at the age of 22, and I would go to bars and restaurants and hotels and drink wine with the, you know, food and beverage managers and go out to dinner, and it was was quite amazing, but very shallow and very empty at the end of the day. And I would constantly be saying, is this it? Because I had the, all the boxes checked of all the things that I thought I should be or that I assumed that would make me happy. And when all those things were created and didn't make me happy, that's where I started. What is this? What's it all about? Because I was from a religious background, and I thought that God was like on a cloud, kind of like Santa Claus, checking <laughs> once and twice, right? Yeah. And I kind of figured, well, if I'm... I've been a little naughty, I might as well go totally naughty because if I'm going to hell, I'm going to go ha- have fun. And so I I would do everything that was rebellious and, you know, just just do everything that wasn't good for me, including the kind of men I dated and, and, and all of that until I found my meditation teacher and she when she first met me, she said the words that literally changed my life 25-plus years ago, when she said, you create your own reality. And I know you've been along around for a while, so you remember 25 years ago there wasn't the Internet. You had a question on something, and you couldn't just go put it in Google. I mean, Google didn't exist back then. And to find this information and to learn more, you know, it's like you had to trust that intuition that said, go to that bookstore and buy that book. Right. Or, Right. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. About 25 years ago, I got deeply into this work. I started to have a lot of coincidences, synchronicity, dreams. And I I said, wow, what I was thinking when I was younger seems to be so. I've had a lot of wrong belief systems that were given to me. And now I'm going to really find the truth and I did a lot of reading and I also went to the bookstores and was drawn to certain things and then I started to go on spiritual uh, workshops and retreats and uh, had many teachers and studied Reiki and my intuition grew and grew and I became a medium. I download information from as you say ascended non-physical masters you you talk about the quantum council uh, yes. that you work with. And uh, uh, after my Reiki training, uh, that opened up. And in meditation, I started to Amazing. see and feel and sense and smell and know things that were accurate for my clients. I started doing the Reiki, but then 
I said, gee, I think these messages may be more important than even the Reiki healing session. So I yeah. did so I did both. So how did you discover these ascended masters that you call the quantum council? Well, it was that our our paths are so very, you know, they're they're of course different paths, but they they are very similar with different stops along the way. Um I it was a progression for me because my very first book, uh Perfect Pictures that came out 20 years ago, I was woken up in the middle of the night and had this voice talking to me. So I had to get up, and that was the first time that I wrote a book because I scribed it. I, I literally had them You downloaded it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You cha- exactly. You channeled it. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, every book that I've, I've written and the Desire Factors, my latest and the one that has been directly downloaded from with the council, they've all been scribed in that way. They've all been channeled in that way. And so I always kept leaning in. And it was about, I want to say about five or six years ago, maybe even longer now, I was running a group of, uh, coaches that had already gone through my coaching academy and they were doing more advanced kind of work and playing with energy and opening up gen- different energy centers and I would do checkouts with people at the end and it was a group session and and it wasn't Zoom back then right it was all just on the phone mm-hmm. and and uh, this woman she she came into my field I called her in and she came into my field and all of a sudden my hands went up and she. I, I could like see her, and my hands were in the front and in the back of her neck. And she said, I, "I was in Montreal, Canada, and she was in Seattle, Washington." And she goes, "Did you just put your hands around my neck?" And I said, "Yeah, I did." And then my hands started heating up, and I I, I was trying, Cheryl, I was trying to put my hands down. I couldn't put my hands down. No, uh, on fire. Yeah, yeah. This is this is how uh, divine yeah. spiritual energy and healing work. I I had a similar experience at the beginning. I was working on a woman, and my hands were over her shoulders, and they locked in. I I had such pain, such radiating from her, and I couldn't move my hand. And finally, because I wasn't going to give her this message, I was just going through the Reiki session quietly without any, you know, input verbally. And I, I said to her, uh, "You're having a difficult experience uh, with a man in your life." And she started to cry. And uh, then my hand, I was able to move it because she was able to express what was happening and how much trouble she was in and uh, that's how it works if they want you to do something spirit they keep you connected in a way something like that so it's very interesting now you wrote we are not separate from the non-physical source that created us in all things we are an inseparable integrated part of it but by the power of our own free will we can choose to hold ourselves temporarily apart from the energy of our creator by virtue of the thoughts we think and the perceptions we hold to be true this this is absolutely the truth if Mm. we can if we perceive ourselves as separate from this non-physical source that created all things and we believe in the three-dimensional material world we get disconnected Yes, and that's when we yes. run into trouble 
because at all times, uh, if we can remain aligned to our intuition and to spirit and to the best in energy, we will be in the right place at the right time and have the best experience for our soul because we came here with a plan, a divine plan. And each of us is on a mission. We're on a personal mission and also a collective mission uh, for our communities, our families, the world, and the universe. So uh, this is what it's very important for us, our listeners, to perceive, uh, that uh, we are not separate from the non-physical source that created all things. We are never separate. It's within us, around us, and we have God within us, or source, or divine, um, whatever people like to call it, universal energy. And energy can be anywhere at any time. That's why you were able to uh, use the energy, be in one place and feel it and share it. And this is how it works. Now let's go on to, as the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, tell us something of the 12-month certification program and what you do there. Yeah, that that was really a guided, um, you know, kind of spiritual breadcrumb type of thing along the way following my path. So in 2008, I had, again, the council in surround sound effect coming through a client saying, I want you to certify me in law of attraction and, and doing the kind of coaching that you do. And I said, I don't do that. And this woman was very persistent. She's like, I want to get certified by you. I'm like, why don't you go where someone else goes? I went, you know. And so um, I didn't convince her, but she's like, I'm going to get you to do a certification. The next night I had a two-part workshop in Montreal and in person teaching about abundance. And the first night after I had this man come up to me and says, I had this epiphany. I now know what I want to do. I want a big coach like you. Will you certify me? And I said to him, I don't do that, but <laughs> I'll consider the request. Right now this is the second one. The the last night, um, second night, a woman, before I even started, runs up to me and she goes, I couldn't sleep last night. It just came to me. I want to be a coach like you. Will you certify me? And I'm I'm kind of now looking up and around going, all right, I hear you. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. (laughs) Right. So on Thursday, I said, okay, I hear you. If I was to do a certification, what would they need to know? What would I need to give them? So it literally just penned a paper, wrote down on pages and pages for at least two hours this just complete channeled. Uh, certification program with the modules and what each class would be taught, what would be taught in each class and, um, you know, just everything. And I just sat back and went, oh, my gosh, okay, this clearly is just, it burst in front of me. So I have to do something with it. And the next day, I kid you not, I had a client comes to me on a call, regular client. She's like, I couldn't sleep as I was so excited. I figured out I had this like breakthrough in the middle of the night. I want to be like a coach like you and I want to get certified by you. And I said, Evelyn, I'm creating a certification program. And she goes, I'll be the first to sign up. And she was. And so we've been certifying coaches ever since, since 2008, have over 3,000 well, certified coaches. Yeah, you see, something similar happened to me. 
when I took my first Reiki training session in New York City at the Association of Research and Enlightenment, uh, there was a reverend from Barbados where I had gone for my first spiritual retreat. And he was very advanced, and he worked on me. And we, when we were leaving, I said, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> because it was all new to me. I didn't really even know what it was. I was just guided by spirit to be there. And like the dutiful child that I always was when I was little, I was this way with spirit. So I was there. And he said to me, well, you're going to teach Reiki. And I said, really? I'm not even under sure I understand it. So <laughs> within six months, I uh, I had several other teachers. And then I started, I opened my Reiki practice. And uh, within a few months, I had five very devoted clients. And one of them said to me, Cheryl, I want you to teach me Reiki. And I mm-hmm. went, well, mm. <laughs> Oh well, soon. <laughs> but yeah. but I I didn't know how I was going to do that. So I went to one of my teachers and I explained it, and she came and I had the first training session for the first five students, and she came, and she was the one who showed me how to do the attunement because in Reiki it's not just the material written material that you learn. It is the attunement or the um, passing of energy from a Reiki master teacher to the initiative, uh, the initiate, uh, that transfers the healing energy. It's a very uh, profound and divine uh, meditation. And I didn't know how I was going to do this. <laughs> and so, and so I, watched, I, I watched her and I absorbed it. And then she went away, and then the students continued to come to me for years. And we had groups, and uh, and then that was it. I have certified many, many people, many, many people like you. And Spirit wanted us to do it. And, mm-hmm. they, and they arranged the way that we would find a way to move on with this. So you'll, you call them breadcrumbs. I call them uh, divine inspirational messages uh, that that light up a spark in our heart, and we can we would never say no to it because it's it's part of our journey. And see, and that's what I call the desire factor. Those are desires. Yes, yes, right. Part yeah. of well, let's go on to that. So, how is desire the fuel for every act of creation? and describe desire, because then people will understand how this happened to us. Yeah, so when we have, you know, we are creators, we are breathing the very essence of the energy that is life. I mean, our life is our life partner. We're co-creating it. And when we open more and more to that consciousness, to that awareness and intuition, we we co-create deliberately. It's like realizing that you actually are married to a person that you absolutely are crazy about and you and you've been married all that time like you're connected and you have each other's back and you're supported it's realizing that the divine also is that it's it's that beyond even the physical experience of partnership and you can really have that faith and trust and and you know speaking to that part and it's speaking to you and when you do when that part of you 
wants to have you grow in a different direction than the personality is aware of, it will give you a desire. And that desire, we as a human being either go, ooh, I love that, and we allow ourselves to be filled with the energy that, you know, moves through us when we think of this thing, and then we get inspired, and basically we follow all the steps that are in the desire factor. We align with that desire. You know, we surrender any resistance towards the desire. And as we are moving towards the desire and being asked to take the action, you know, in the co-creation of this, that, that we become something different. And then we also get something like as a little reward, a little present at the end, the form, whatever it is. But it really for us and for the divine, it's the expansiveness, it's the journey, it's the, you know, it's the experience that creates the the absolute joy in the desire. Once so, you get the person, go ahead. Yeah, so desire is a catalyst that can awaken our highest qualities and our greatest human potential and our full spiritual power. So you see, yeah. spirit knows what we're here to do, but sometimes we've forgotten it. As you say, right. as a child, uh, you weren't aware, but you were. It was within you. It was only a matter of lighting up that desire. Now, what are some of the teachings that have led thousands of people to find success and prosperity? What's one of the first principles they need to know so that they can connect to themselves uh, and to the intelligence of the universe? Yeah, it's the principle of alignment. I mean, really understanding what alignment means and that when we're in a place of, we've described it, you know, scarcity, separation, drama, chaos, victim consciousness, when we're in lack, we are never aligned with that. And that's out of that place is where a lot of, you know, worries and fears and resentments and, you know, just all of those lower level um, emotions that are, we get a spectrum of it, but staying stuck and having that be what we live by, not just a temporary emotion that we're supposed to process and release, that becomes out of alignment. Alignment is when you feel the deep connection and groundedness to your divine. You know light's got your back and your front and your sides and your top and your bottom. You, you, you literally are understanding that you can attune and focus and that is another principle but alignment is really about taking we create from our consciousness and allowing our consciousness to be in alignment of light of abundance of things that feel good success joy you know freedom connection and those ways those aspects of our consciousness are the words that we say and the thoughts that we think and what we perceive, and what we feel, and how we act, what, yes. what actions we take. Mm-hmm. So it seems, yeah. so it seems that in alignment, and being in alignment, and the other principles uh, that you give, uh, we become aware that we are as eternal spiritual beings having this physical life and working with energy, uh, man and nature, and to know our multidimensional ways. And in my book, A New Life Awaits, I said it sort of this way, 
many years ago after a series of mystical experiences that I could not explain with my logical mind, I found myself experiencing feelings within that related to a life that was more than my physical experience. As I began to quiet my mind, I began to know my inner thoughts in a way that went beyond the five senses and the way I was accustomed to experiencing the physical world. I became aware that I was able to use an intuitive sense that had nothing to do with my mind, years of education, or life experiences. It was a sense of knowingness and awareness to history, our humanity, and the past in a way that went beyond normal explanation. In dreams and in my interactions with numerous people that I later discovered were spiritual guides brought into my conscious reality for the purpose of realizing my life plan and my inner soul being, a new awareness emerged, enabling me to constantly review past beliefs seen purely from a physical indoctrination of this time, place, and present life experience into another way. I am incredibly more able to accept new ways of knowing myself and those who walk this journey with me and to discern the true meaning of life. We have been very gifted to have had the experiences we have had and come to the place of realizing this. So right. absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I know you are as grateful for I as I am um to pursue life with this knowledge, with this gift, this wisdom. So what does it take to move a material thing from a desire to reality? Now, this is the law of energy. attraction. Yeah. And this it's energy so I want to thank you, Christy Whitman, author of The Desire Factor, for each of the spiritual principles you gave in your book, including the principle of alignment, the principle of focus, the principle of joyful expectancy, the principle of having, the principle of loving, the principle of surrender, and the principle of action, all of which will begin to overrule the messages that most of us have received early on that conditioned us to repress and deny our desires. To learn more about desire, the law of attraction, and how to rethink desire as a very positive motivator for personal self-growth and the alignment to uh, spiritual life, go to thedesirefactor.com In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Christy Whitman has shared with us the fact that many of the false thoughts of desire that many people have and enjoying the physical world and seeking material needs, beauty, and joy in the material world is illusion. Desire is but a pathway to drive our progress as a species and spiritual beings and align us to greater spiritual awareness, higher consciousness, and to engage our soul energy to lead us to personal growth. As there is neither good nor bad, simply experiences, desire leads us to what our soul wishes to explore in this lifetime and in this time and place, and in whatever way serves our destiny or life path. Desire, therefore, 
is at the root of our humanity and when understood and followed can lead us to prosperity, abundance, love and happiness as it should be and as spirit decrees for all of her beloved souls. Christie wrote, it is my hope to help you become aware, understand, and know that the experiences you truly desire in life, whatever they may be, will not come to you through settling, compromising, or striving to keep yourself small. Desires are not birthed to make you worry, disappoint you, or frustrate you. If you desire something that you feel you can't have, then you are holding yourself apart from your spiritual power. You have what I call split energy about a desire, wanting it but not believing you can have it. The full satisfaction and exaltation you seek will begin to unfold as you allow the full force of your desires to move you in the direction of your expansion. It is this expansion that you really want and repressing it is simply not an option. Christy and I would have you come to know that what is unknown by you will be known as you allow your desires and dreams to show you your infinite possibilities to feel deeply in many new ways and become what you always have been, infinite travelers through time and space and eternal souls of divine potential to create all that is within you. I am Cheryl Glare, host of Healing with, from Within and author of my newest book in a trilogy, New Life Awaits. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and explore the world of physical and spiritual life through the insights of visionaries, scientists, authors, uh, spiritualists, metaphysicians, healers, and through dream meditation and the arts of music as we discover more about who we are and wh what life is really all about. Shows may also be heard on DreamVision7Radio.com and WebTalkRadio.net. Thank you. <laughs>